Hi, I'm Amy Diller from Michigan, and I work at Colonial Woods Missionary Church, and I'm a proud member of Ministry to Parents. Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. It's that time again. This is the Ministry to Parents podcast, the podcast for church leaders that helps them build a ministry to parents. I'm Jeremy Lee. And I'm Elizabeth Lee. Thank you so much for joining in. Today is episode seven, how to communicate with volunteers. Yes, this month we've been talking all about communication. We started with kind of the obvious one, parents, Mm -hmm. and then we went to church leadership, which that one was awesome because kind of it's super important. Yes. (laughs) And now we're landing on volunteers, which is, is just vital that we communicate to them in a certain way. Well, and you know, you'd think maybe some people don't obviously think, okay, well, leadership staff, I can see why that would be important, but why would volunteers be as important as leadership staff? But I think as as ministry leaders, whether you're ever children or youth or college or family, whatever you're over, you can't do it alone. And one of the things God has called his people to is to help be a part of the church body with the gifts and the talents. And so learning how to work with volunteers is a fundamental, um, what's the word principle for ministry. And so learning how to communicate to them actually uh, helps serve them in a good, in a healthy way. Absolutely. Uh, And we always want to invite our members to speak into our topics. And in this particular topic, we had one of our members, Sarah Matthews from Houston, Texas. We love Sarah. She's been a great member, uh, just really involved. And we asked her to kind of speak into uh, her process of communicating to volunteers. And this is what she had to say. Um, The primary way that I communicate with my volunteers is through a constant contact newsletter email. And that will automatically post to our Facebook page. So there's a second point of contact. Um, I also take the web link and text it to certain ones that I know uh, will open it from their cell phone, but might not check their email really regularly. Um, Maybe they don't have a Facebook account. Um, And then if there was something I needed them to respond and I still haven't heard back from them, then I'll just reach out to them in whatever uh, media form is best. Sometimes that's a Facebook message. Sometimes it's a text or a phone call and just touch base with them in that way. Um, So those are the ways that I communicate with our volunteers. Thank you, Sarah. I just really appreciate that you would take time out of your day, Mm -hmm. your ministry day, to come in and talk to us about this. We really appreciate it. Thanks for being a member, by the way. You know, I've got a funny story for you. Um, You know, one of my most favorite volunteer stories, well, I mean, I have some of being a women's ministry leader, but I've got one when I was working with you and I was working with the girls ministry and you were working as a middle school minister. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> you should be because it's <laughs> super funny. Uh, we were hosting a volunteer training session at our house. We'd had a bunch of ministry leaders come over and we were doing a volunteer training and you had named the volunteer team. Do you remember what you named them? <laughs> this was, that's not fair. This is like my first... <laughs> You named them the clap team. <laughs> Care, caring, loving, and praising. That's what they were doing. They were caring, loving, 
and praising. And I was I was young. I had no idea what the clap was. Uh, and so a, a volunteer, I think, did they raise their hand in the meeting? How did that work? I'm trying to remember I how had it made, went down. I had made... I can't believe you brought this up. Because it's the best volunteer story ever. I'd made a nice little handout and caring, loving, and praising was my theme for the training. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, uh, and I printed it all out. I, nobody checked me on it. And here we are and I'm handing it out. And yes, a, 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 an older lady raised her hand and said, is this like, you're talking about the clap. Do, do you know that that's an uh, STD? <laughs> A sexually transmitted <laughs> disease from like the 70s and oh it was greatness because in that moment everybody started giggling and i love that you just rolled with it no uh, i did i was embarrassed i was because here's the thing that was my outline for the whole meeting so i couldn't get away from it it was horrible but i think it like looking back it's a it's, oh, it's everybody makes mistakes we all make mistakes that's why Do y'all want, was, so who here's listening wants to join the clap team anybody <laughs> No, no takers. Nobody wants to clap. Nobody. Okay. Well, you told a story about me. How about you tell a story about yourself? <laughs> oh, uh, I have so when many it comes stories. To volunteers. <laughs> okay, so I uh, I like to sometimes write more than talk, and so I would send emails. And this is uh, back when I was working with women's ministry team. I was a women's ministry leader on staff at a church, and so one night I got. Uh, was working with the Lord and we were talking through Nehemiah and I just got this inspiration. And so I was like, you know what? I mean, I read the whole book of Nehemiah. I was up at three in the morning and I wrote that whole manifesto. And I was like, here's who we are. And I didn't like Jerry Maguire. Yes. But can we say that on this podcast? (laughs) Why? What's wrong with Jerry Maguire? (laughs) Show me the money. Skip the first maybe 10 minutes. Um, so yes, it was a lot like Jerry Maguire. And so I wrote this and now I have a principle where I don't send any email, where I feel inspired until after I've slept on it. And I give myself about 24 hours and I re-edit it and, and whatnot. I didn't do it here. And I typed up this manifesto and I sent it out to this team and it was crickets. I mean, not just day one, day two. I'm like just checking my email because I was like, surely this is inspired. We're all going to be like Nehemiah and we're going to go and crickets, crickets. And then I get one email back from a lady that just went, uh... This is really deep. (laughs) And I was like, I think I just overwhelmed because these are women who are either stay at home moms or they're working full time. And then I just was like, hey, let's go. And, you know, I I was not serving them well because I was in my world, but not having practicing empathy where, you know, we have moms over here who've been staying at home and they've got babies and they're just wanting to be a part of something just a little bit to serve in the church. And then you've got other ladies who are working full time and helping also run their household and doing groceries and cooking meals. And so when they get this email that probably ranged about the 3000 word count, you know, it was like, uh, don't have time for this. And that was definitely one of my many mistakes. So they want to make a difference, but not too much of a difference. (laughs) I think they want to make a difference, but if I could put it in bullet points and make it 500 words or less, that might be better. Be efficient. Okay. I got it. Oh man, it was good times. The thing about volunteers, I do love, I love that they're a chance to really build, be a part of a team, you know, because sometimes ministry can feel so lonely sometimes that it's a really great, it's a great chance to feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. 
you know, when you're getting your team together for a retreat or you're getting your team together for maybe Sunday morning, or if you need, you know, you can kind of look at your ministry and say, okay, where do I need volunteers? And this is a chance to be part of a team and then moving into how to communicate to them. Well, it's that communication that makes the team happen. Uh, I'm just a huge believer that you build a volunteer culture that's healthy when the communication is focused on we're here to make a difference. We may not all uh, approach it the same way. We may be from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We may be older, younger. Uh, we're but we're gonna join this team together, and we are going to go and make a difference. So when that communication is focused on, we're making a difference. We're making a difference, and it's success stories. It's 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 mm-hmm. here's how we're making a difference. Here's how we're going to make a difference. Because the little bit of time that a volunteer has to offer, we they want to make sure they're making a difference. Right. Because uh, we don't have a lot of time to give. And when they are able to give some of that time, they want it to count. Well, I think regardless of why the reasons or the motivations behind why your volunteer is there, because sometimes you have parents, they want to be involved because their kid is in the ministry. And then sometimes you've got younger student, uh, younger, when I say younger twenties, they're like, Hey, I really want to be involved. I want to be, I want to work with teenagers or I want to work with children. And it becomes sometimes more about them than the kids. Sometimes, but sometimes it's a true, you know, Hey, I really want to make a difference and I want to invest. And so you've got it, regardless of why they're there, I think communicating to them, hey, regardless of why we're here, the reason why is because we want to make a difference and we want to invest in the life of a student. The communication is, uh, it's a make or break of your volunteer culture. And that's why we have invited our friend, Dan Istvanek. He's written a really great blog called The Mistakes That You Can Make in Communication to Volunteers. So after the break, we'll be back with Dan Istvanek and we'll be talking about how to communicate to volunteers. Have you ever tried to book a speaker to come to your church for a parent seminar? By the time you pay their speaking fee, plane ticket, gas mileage, hotel room, and their meals, it can get pretty pricey. That's why we're excited to offer you our parent seminar in a box called Heart and Soul Parenting. Jeremy Lee leads parents through the process of connecting to their kids' heart through relationship and guiding their souls through spiritual leadership. The best part is that you get all the teaching videos, teaching slide deck, promotional graphics, small group discussion questions, seminar planning guide, and a parent listening guide, all for a fraction of the price that it costs to book a live speaker. And it's all done for you. All you have to do is promote the event and press play. Check out the Heart and Soul Parenting Seminar Kit in the Ministry to Parents online store by going to ministrytoparents.com and clicking the shop button at the top. Welcome back to the M2P podcast. I'm Elizabeth Lee. Thank you so much for joining. We're so glad you're here. We're inviting Dan Ispanic. He's from mymresources.com and he's also a, a... frequent writer and contributor to the M2P resources, especially when it comes to volunteers. And it's kind of his bread and butter. And so we want to say, hey, Dan, welcome. Thank you for joining. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for taking a break from he's at the beach right now. (laughs) Can y'all believe that? that 
He loves y'all so much. He's not at the beach. He's in his wife's car and he's talking to us <laughs> for a few I minutes. Yep. <laughs> it's sunny and beautiful outside, and I'm sitting inside talking to you guys for a couple minutes. <laughs> well, I got a question for you, Dan. Um, when, because you you communicate with students and the times that you, and when you've been on the staff at church and you've talked about it, when you communicate with your volunteers, can you help distinguish uh, the difference in how you would communicate with your volunteers versus how you would communicate with parents or students? Absolutely. Um, with leaders, I, I really want to make sure that um, I'm doing things that are specific to them. You know, while I communicate with students, I'm definitely going to target them. And, um, you know, my, my phrasing, my, uh, my approach will be far more informal uh, with parents. I try to be very respectful and you know, talk to them as a parent to a parent. With my volunteers, I mean, I'm their leader and also I'm their pastoral leader. That's something that my wife and I really try to lean into as well. It's not just being a leader to them, but also being a pastoral care person to them. So that's the tone that I will, I'll take in a lot of my communication, whether it be you know, electronically or even in person. So uh, what are some, you're writing about these mistakes. What are some mistakes that you see ministers and church leaders make? I think one of the big mistakes, I mean, first off, is inconsistency. Uh, So often that leaders don't know when you're going to communicate them, especially electronically or weekly. So I try to set up a very set time between, usually it's, you know, between one and three every Thursday, my volunteers will hear something from me electronically. And so I try to very, be very consistent that. So every single week, you know, they get that. And we use uh, different resources over the years. MailChimp is one of those things we've used most recently that we can actually set up um, a schedule for it just to go out by itself automatically. Once it's set, um, MailChimp just sends it out right at the exact same time. And uh, MailChimp actually can even set up a time warp where it, it looks at who you have on your list and then makes the best choice for the timing. So you can even have automatically timed out based on your uh, time zone, when people normally have checked their schedule, checked those emails in the past, and MailChimp takes care of all that for you and just check, say, oh, it looks like most of your volunteers, you know, check their emails at this time, so next week we'll send it more at that time. So consistency is huge. Uh, I think also, as I said, kind of in tone, um, while I'm going to be a pastoral care person, I want to be considerate. Um, so my tone is going to be very kind, loving, while I want to be informational, I want to be considerate in what I'm saying and not be uh, too bossy, I think maybe the word. I mean, that's an informal word, but you just want to say, hey, you know, how you doing? What's going on? Like, you know, and just try to keep it in a way that is, um, that makes them feel like they're being talked to, not talked at. So that's been a big, a big part of how we communicate those things. So when you say, uh, you're consistent in the communication. And so a mistake would be to, to be inconsistent, right? It would be kind of like all over the place. Um, why do you find that effective? Uh, how does that help your volunteers? Is, do they, is because they know they can expect to hear from you because it's just uh, every Thursday they're going to be able to get information from you. Does that also help you like be able to, I guess, hold, hold the leader responsible, you know, like what are some benefits to that? Yeah, it does. And it helps me with my schedule, but also helps them with their schedule. You know, our volunteers are volunteers. They're not paid. So they're busy and they don't, you know, they have busy schedules. So if they know when to look or when to ex- expect, I mean, they might, might not check that email or, or look at over that when you sent them until later in the day. If they know that it's there and available, it also helps us um, to really set in our schedule. So as I said, my week, I know certain times I'm working on, on this thing or certain times I'm working on maybe a lesson, certain times I'm working on uh, my meetings. But I know that 
I'm going to have this set up every single week. And the thing I do we want to begin at a church is really set up a schedule. When will I send a parent email out? When will I send a student email out? When will I send a leader email out? And I do that every single week. And then beyond that, we also set up consistent time to time out our social media posts to the parents, parents and students. Uh, we time out a lot of different things we do. Even with uh, our, our text messages, we try to set up a parent alert, a student alert, and then also a leader, a quick leader reminder with just a few things. I think part of that is being concise is another one of those things that I'm probably going to point out as I write about this uh, in a few weeks is we really want to make sure that we're not overdoing it. Less words is better. Uh, short and sweet sometimes. Get to the point. While we want to be uh, informal, we want to be friendly, we want to be concise in what we're saying and what we're communicating. So information, but to the point. Um, but in doing that, in that con- in conciseness, we also want to be very constructive. So what we're doing is uh, leaders want to read it because it's going to help them. More than just information, it's also mini training. So a lot of times at the end of my leader emails, I'll put in a 60 second to be a better leader. Uh, I've used some things like the 99 Thoughts books from back in the day. I'll pull some of those books together and pull one of those, those thoughts out, put it at the very bottom. Um, often I'll put a link to another place that maybe is like, maybe it's, it's a two-minute video. Maybe it's a recording of myself or my wife or one of our pastoral team just kind of giving them 60 seconds to be, of encouragement, 60 seconds of being uh, a better leader, being very constructive in, in my emails, my communication. So there is something more that they want to know about. They want to help help them be a better better uh, you know resource, a better volunteer to what they're doing. Yeah, if I were to break this down, if you're listening to this and you're asking yourself, uh, this is a lot, and I just need to kind of get a list. I think the list is, I, I need to have a very defined recruiting pitch. I need to have a very yep. defined onboarding communication. I need to have a very defined encouragement uh, to kind of hang in there and get going. And then I need to have a very defined inspiration of here is the reason why you're doing this on top of all of your obligations to work and family and other things. You're doing this because it matters. Hey, listen, Dan, thanks so much for spending some time with us. We're excited to uh, get to this blog that you're going to write. And um, if you want to, by the time this airs, it will have already been written and posted. So if you guys want to check it out and kind of think through communication with your volunteers, you can go to ministrytoparents.com. Hey, Dan, thanks for being with us, brother. Yes, thank you. Thank you. appreciate it. We're heading to break, and we'll be back, so don't go just yet. We've got a lot more for you coming back after the break. Most of us know we should be ministering to the parents in our church, but many of us have no idea how to do it. When you become a member of Ministry to Parents, you'll be able to offer a steady stream of parent videos, family discipleship resources, parent events, games for families, and so much more. It's like the Netflix of parent ministry resources. You don't have to figure out your ministry to parents on your own. Let us be a part of your team by joining ministrytoparents.com today. To learn more and get a bunch of free resources, go to ministrytoparents.com slash member. All right, we're back, and it's time to play another round of what, Adam? Parent Calls! That's right, it's Parent Calls, and here we're here with Adam Nunley from Dadliness Podcast, our friend who comes uh, and helps us 
bring the fun to the podcast. You know, ministry podcast, there's always a lot of good strategic stuff and we transferable, actionable items. This part, we don't, we don't do that. There's really nothing this, this transferable. Not. The rest of this podcast, yes, but this part. <laughs> this part is super silly and super fun, but my favorite part is it's a chance for me to get to get to know some of our M2P members and get to hear their stories and learn where they're from. And today is no exception, and I can't wait to introduce you to him. But in a second, we'll do that. But now I want to introduce you to Parent Calls. We're going to have a parent personality. Yes, I'm going to be Ghostly Gus and the, ga- the game... That sounds very eerie. What is ghostly? Ghostly Gus is a little more one of the more confusing, but you guys know ghostly Gus. They He's probably the guy, have all met him. He yeah. is the guy that drops off the kids, <laughs> and and says, "See you later." As soon as he drops them off, he probably doesn't even get out of his car, and he goes away, and he might even forget to come back at the right <laughs> appropriate time. And hey. there you are, waiting to go home to your own family, while ghostly Gus is. At Starbucks. Yeah, and Ghostly Gus, he's a member of your church, but he, he comes once every six months yep. or so. That's, he's that's there good attendance. Christmas and Easter. Yeah, but he's there. He's a big part of everything that's going on. Oh, yeah. Oh. And he wants to be there. He always has a good reason for not being mm-hmm. there. He mm-hmm. wants to be there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to get Ghostly Gus, and he's going to be calling one of our members, uh, and this is Alondio Hill. Alondio, are you there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Alondio's from Faith Chapel in Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, tell them what you do there. Yeah, I serve young people. I uh, serve our middle school, 6th through 8th grade, high school, ninth through 12th grade, our college, and our young adults. <laughs> that's, that's right. And you have been, you were telling me earlier, you've been an M2P member for like three years. Thank you for that. Wow. It's, I appreciate you all. You all um, make uh, one component of our area easy by, by serving. Uh, you got the content you guys bring out. The content is very fresh. It's very modern. It's very relatable. It's uh, content that we can use in the moment. Uh, and so That's I appreciate awesome. you all taking out the guesswork for us. Oh, my nice. goodness. I owe you a free lunch next time I'm coming through Birmingham. That was so good. Thank you so much, Alondio. I appreciate that. Um, so I think you've heard how the game works. We're going to uh, – uh, Ghostly Gus is going to give you a call, and he's going to uh, tell you uh, all the reasons why he can't come to your church, and then he's going to tell you uh, he's taking his family to vacation somewhere, and it's your job to kind of try to figure out where that is. Even if you figure it out early, remember, wait all the way till the end, and we'll let you take a guess. And if you win, we'll deliver straight to your church. Everyone will be jealous of you. Three pounds of gummy bear. Yes. A three-pound gummy bear. Who ah. would not want that? I mean, it's I know. better than any trophy. Um, maybe. I mean, our kids will any love trophy? it. Our kids will love it. That's See? Right. There you go. That's your next door prize at the next event. Be like, hey, everybody, here's a three-pound gummy bear. <laughs> and if you lose, if you lose, you're not you're not really losing because you get a can of unicorn meat. So I, that'll be amazing as well. Oh. That's dinner. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, so Alondio, uh, you're about to hear, uh, oh, we need to tell everybody what to listen for. So if you don't mind, uh, when I say go, will you put down your phone for 15 seconds? And that way we can tell everybody what to be listening for during the call. Is that okay? Yeah, I yeah uh, absolutely. All right, on your mark, get set, go. 
Okay, I'm going to be traveling to Disneyland or Disney World. Which one, land or world? It's a very important difference. World. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Uh, Yeah. Hello? Yes, Yes, he's there. Good timing. Perfect. That was amazing. Perfect. Okay, so I think we're all ready to go. Let me fire up the phone and give you a call. Good luck, Calandio. Uh, Londio, is, 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 is this Alondio? This is Alondio. Hey, this is uh, Gus. You've probably seen me, uh, at least in my car, dropping off my kids before. Have you, have you, you remember me, Gus? Just drop yeah, them off. Just, you don't even take them in, right? You don't no. even take them in. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's a lot of work, uh, to, to get okay, them inside. They're, they're, they're good kids, you know? Uh, they, I, I really, you know, do that. I, I sometimes, I just gotta apologize off the top. I'm, sometimes I'm not there on time, but. My golf game goes long while I'm gone. I really want to be there, but, you know, golf, work, coffee, TV shows, got things I got to do. You know, it's it's okay, right? I really, got it. Got it. I appreciate got you. It, I appreciate it. you. Got to let you know. I appreciate you being there. But I, I, I we're not going to be able to make it to church this Sunday because uh, we're going on a trip. And oh, I just want to – We're going on this trip. We're going to this place um, – it's in. I mean, you're you're in Alabama. It's close. It's close. It's in Florida, uh, close to you. And uh, we're going to take a little trip there. It's it's fun. It's 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 a dream. It's some people might call it magical, and it's going to be a great time with kids. So unfortunately, we won't be there. But I I was seeing if you guys have maybe a service that I could leave my kids with you for the week while I'm gone at this place. Uh, this place for the where whole week? for the whole week, yeah. I mean, you have like a camp possibly or. Or, uh, could you make a camp? Could you make one for me? That would be great. It's, it's going to be a great time. I mean, I could take them. This this place is made for kids, I guess, that I want to take them to. But it's, you know, lots of characters and that sort of thing. Maybe they can stay at his house. So, yeah, we'll stay with you. So, I mean, how many of the kids? Because we see you drop off about four or five. So how many <laughs> kids are you talking about? Well, I mean, uh, I'll just give you my youngest. The oldest can come with me. So I'll give you the, my youngest three. How about that? The, yeah. the ones that are arm babies that, that your older kids bring in here? Yeah, the ones my older kids bring in. Yeah, I, exactly. This is like therapy for him. He's, he's, he's like, this is it out right now. Oh. Lanio, do you oh, think wow. that, 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 I think that's good. I think you probably got the place that, that I might be traveling yeah. to. All right, let's go. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's, let's, let's see if you know. Alondio, here's your official answer. Where? Is Gus taking his family? Um, it sounds as though Gus will be going to uh, Disney World. Yes! yes! <laughs> you did it! You did it! But only nice, if you are nice. taking care of his kids. I mean, that's the only way Gus... <laughs> he, he doesn't, Gus doesn't even want to take his kids to Disney World. What's wrong with Gus? I heard Alondio hey, say... I know. I heard Alondio say, are you talking about the arm, baby? <laughs> that's amazing. That was yeah. great. They're a little more work, aren't they, the arm babies? Oh, man. Uh, absolutely a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. But, oh. you know, they're great. They're great. They are. They are. Well, yeah. I don't know what you're going to do the rest of the day, Alondio, but you can know this. You can go through the rest of your day feeling like a winner. Because you have won in our game today. And that means you can go put out a lawn chair next to the post office box and just wait. (laughs) 
just going to sit by the... Well, I mean, give him a couple of days. Don't just On sit your way. There, on the way to you is a three-pound gummy bear that we'll name Gus. And it's yeah. heading Gus to the you. Gummy bear. Nice. It's perfect. Gus nice, the gummy bear nice. is coming to you. Love it. I oh, love it. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time. And by the way, when the gummy bear comes, uh, I'd love for you to take a picture with it and send us a picture. We'll post it. We'll make you famous. It'll be great. Um, oh, it sounds awesome. I could do that. Man, I wish you guys well over at Faith Chapel. If there's Thank anything, you. this is the, you now have my cell phone number. So be take co- advantage of them. Be cool about it, but you know, call me if you need me. I'd I'd love to catch up with you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. No problem. As always, thank you so much, Jeremy and Adam. Oh, it's just so fun. And thank you, Alondio, for joining in and just laughing and making us laugh. Thanks to Dan Hispanic and Amy and Sarah for joining our podcast. We love having our MTP members. Next week, we wrap up our communication series with our tech guy, Tony Bianco. So thank you again. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps them build a ministry to parents. You've been listening to the M2P Podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.